Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. Hi, I'm Steve Finkel. On this episode of uh, Focus, I want to talk about how do you feel as a photographer? How, what what does the what does photography mean? How does it feel? You know, how does it actually feel to you? And you know, explore the I suppose the benefits of uh, photography about contributing to your mental health. And I know, look, a lot of photographers I've spoken to over the years have said photography has been their kind of therapy or their it's a release of 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 all to get all the tension out. So I mean, they might work in a very stressful environment. And being able to disappear with the camera and just being able to lift their own devices and creating gives them great pleasure and, and you know, they enjoy that solitude, they enjoy that whole creative process. And I think it's been universally, you know, recognised around the world now that any creative pursuit is actually really good for your mental health, um, whether it be, you know, whether you be drawing or painting or writing or or, or, you know, whatever it is that if you're creating something, so using that part of your brain, it definitely definitely has a, a huge effect on you um, and your mental health. And I think, like I said, there's even places in the world where they've been experimenting with using uh, photography as a kind of treatment for people who are suffering from different um, mental health issues. And like I said, so I thought this episode just talk about, you know, some of the things about how photography makes you feel, um, think about your own journey as a photographer and, and why you pick the camera up and, and how do you feel after you've been out shooting? You know, um, does it kind of satisfy um, something there that it kind of scratches that itch or does it kind of, um, you know, the way it makes you feel? And I think, like I said, for most photographers, we'll be able to take something away from their own experience about how photography makes them feel and, and, and the reason they continue to pick up the camera and go out and create. And I think a part of it is that creative process, the fact that you're using um, parts of your brain that maybe you don't normally use in everyday situations. I mean, if you're doing if you're doing a job where there's a lot of repetitiveness in the actual job itself, quite often, you know, sometimes your brain just goes on autopilot and you're just, you know, doing what you have to do. But when you kind of, I suppose, get out of your camera and you're out there trying to create something, you're using a lot of your different, I suppose, parts of your of your brain to kind of put all that together. I mean, there's, there's sometimes there's problem solving comes into play when you, you know, you've, you're presented with a situation and you get an idea to shoot something and there's some, you know, technical difficulties. Um, there may be some logistical difficulties, you know, so most people then will kind of work through, I suppose, using their problem solving skills to work out a way, how do I get to that location or, or how do I get, the equipment to work the way I need it to work or how do I trigger the camera how do I do this how do I do that and again I think that comes about from using you know your problem solving skills in that particular instance so there's a lot of things in play I think when you're actually doing photography I mean the other thing I think which kind of comes into play nothing it helps you kind of hyper focus and that's the the attention to detail 
So a lot of times, you know, and look, some people's work involves where they've got um, to really focus on the, the very fine details of what they're doing. You could imagine like someone like a surgeon, they're, they're focusing on all the little details of, of everything they're doing because it can have such a, you know, a, a negative uh, impact if they if they don't kind of concentrate on that. And I think photography, you know, though it's not, you know, brain surgery and we're not, you know, going to kill anyone with photography, but I think a lot of people um, who are good at photography are really good at that process of seeing those fine details and being able to bring those details out in their photos. And I think that's, you know, one of those important things. The other thing too, I think, you know, for some people, it, you know, it really pushes again on their technical skills as far as setting the camera up and doing the technical side of the, the, the shot. That Again, putting that brain to use to be able to kind of work out the settings and when things aren't working, how you're going to maybe adjust the settings to get the result and then might, you might realise that, yeah, there's just not enough light so you're going to need to introduce some artificial light into the mix or whatever. But again, working out the best way to be able to create that image under the conditions that are in front of you. And I think the other thing too is, I mean, with photography, it definitely allows you to explore your artistic side. It lets people try and do things within the shot, whether it be in post or whether it be in as, as it's being shot. Like, I mean, it's sometimes people will, will, will seek out a, seek out a, um, a scene where there's something happening but there might be a really bright light source in the background so you're positioning the subject or getting yourself in position so that light source is is bouncing off something in a particular way whether it be a reflection or whether it be kind of rim lighting something and then you might be you know accentuating that by shooting at a at a higher aperture you might be shooting around like f16 so you're getting kind of a starburst just above someone's head or something like that just to add that and again, that's what I'm talking about, the artistic flair, is about taking an everyday scene and using, I suppose, the capabilities of the camera to be able to add something to that picture that may not be normally seen with the naked eye, but to give it a kind of an extra, like I said, an extra bit of artistic flair. And I think that's, the, that's one of the exciting things about photography is that when you take your camera out, you never really know, especially if you're just kind of going out and you're shooting, you know, on on like street type um, photography or travel type photography. You just never really know what you're going to be presented with, and when you are presented with a scene, then sometimes you know very quickly you can st- think on your feet where you actually come up with this idea of being able to use some of those elements that are in play to make a more artistic looking image rather than a kind of just taking an image and capturing the scene the way the eye sees it. And I think that's always, like I said, that's a, one of the exciting things about photography. It allows you to put a stamp on that scene and show that scene maybe in a different way. Again, that can some of the best pictures are, are like that where someone can, it's their interpretation or their twist that they've added to that particular scene that makes it such a unique picture. And like I said, I think it's, like I said, speaking to photographers um, over a number of years and talking about, you know, the challenges they face with, um, you know, things happening in their lives and sometimes, like I said, photographers being their saviour. They've said to me, you know, photography photography has really saved me because it's given me something that I can go out and do and not have to kind of, you know, I can switch off from the world and I can just concentrate on my photography and, 
one of the things about photography I think which is interesting is, and, and this might be one of the reasons why photographers, we actually really get a lot of satisfaction out of photography is that for a lot of the, the outcomes, you're in total control, unlike in life where there's, there's outcomes in life where you don't have total control of what's happening. And I think what happens in front of the lens is in your control. You, you're, you're pointing the camera, you're framing the subject up, you're picking the settings, you're doing all those things. So from that aspect, you're in control of all those elements. So when you create that image um, from start to finish, you've been in the driver's seat, you've been able to control that. And I think that, again... I think it's a rewarding thing. I think when you when you can take control like that over something and you you kind of see it to the end, there's a great amount of satisfaction. I mean, I'm you know I'm I suppose I can only really speak for myself in that regard, but I mean I and I'm sure many of you, many people out there listening will agree as well that there is a there's a great level of satisfaction of being able to do something and be able to deliver something at the end and potentially have something that other people will appreciate as well and other people will get joy from it and they, they'll get joy from it for different reasons and I think that's the, one of the things about photography is at each stage of the photography process everyone gets something different out of it so you know what the what the subject may get out of a shoot if you have a subject in the shoot to what the photographer gets out of it to what a random viewer gets out of it they can all get something uniquely different they can all see something um, in that shot, that, that make, brings them joy because it, it it reminds them of a of a joyful time, or or it's just such a a beautiful scene, or it's a, such a beautiful story being told in the image um, that people can relate back to that story. It might be something from their from their own life that they can they can kind of see in there as well, and it kind of like I said makes people um, go back to that point in time. So that's why I thought it'd just be interesting to explore in this episode just explore the idea about how photography is actually good for your mental health, how any creative process is actually good for your mental health. And I think, you know, with the thing, I suppose, the way the world is at the moment, we've got so much uncertainty in the world. There's been so many things happening with the pandemic and there's, you know, there's stuff happening in Europe, which, um, you know, for a lot of people that's very unsettling. And particularly if you're already chasing, you know, if you're already kind of facing some challenges, um, you know, dealing with life and just dealing with the pressures of life, having something to be able to retreat to, something that be able to, you've got a certain amount of control over and certain amount of, um, you know, and brings you joy. I think that's where photography really shines. It, it allows you to be able to tick a lot of boxes. And the thing about it is photography now is pretty much open to most people. Like most people have access to a, a device that they can they can use to capture an image. Now, for a lot of people listening to this podcast, they're probably going to have a DSLR or a mirrorless camera or something else that they're going to be using for their photography. And there's going to be some people who just maybe just have their, their camera phone. And the thing about it is that's the thing, the, the barrier to entry is so low now for people who are getting into photography. And there's nothing wrong with whatever your chosen uh, device is that you're going out capturing with. It might be like I said, you know, and the other thing I think which lends itself to why photography sometimes is a great uh, thing for your mental health and your well-being is that sometimes it gives you a reason to go somewhere, like whether you might, might want to go and capture a, you know, sunset over a lake, and it's a, but and you have to hike in 
a little bit of space, a little bit of a track or something to get to where the lake is, or or to get to the best vantage point that you you feel that you know you want to get to to try to capture that photo, and just enjoying nature along the way that that out in the in the outdoors and coming across unexpected things and maybe you know coming across different wild animals or other natural phenomenon that's happening around you that sometimes that is quite I said it's quite satisfying to be out there in those elements and and witnessing those things firsthand I think um you know uh, one of the challenges I think that's happened in the world as well with things that have happened and people have used you know more reliant on social media than ever before and and I think the problem with social media is that quite often for a lot of people it isolates people even more that people are kind of sucked into this little world and sometimes being able not to be involved in that world of uh, the web and everything else and be able to actually get out and participate in the real world yeah um photography gives you a reason to go outside with you you know to get outside the house yeah I mean as we all know as photographers you're very limited if you stay indoors with your camera yes you can shoot a variety of different things at home but um you'll soon kind of you know get to a point where you want you want more like you want to stretch more and you want to really i suppose use your creative energy in a different way to be able to look at different other aspects of of what's happening out in the world and i think that's where photography can be a good catalyst to get you off the couch to get you out from in front of the computer and to get you out into the real world and it might be just whether you're just going to your local your local city area um, wherever you live and be able to just walk around there on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon with your camera just observing things that are around you and being able to capture those things and, and sometimes like I said it's um it's it's interesting what you can see even going back into an area which you think you know pretty well that sometimes you know and the other thing the little tip I'll say to people is like if you do go and do say and you do a regular kind of walk through the city is is mix it up a bit so if you you know a lot of people will take the same route we're, we're creatures of habit so basically if you you know park your car somewhere and you get out and then you head into the city there's kind of a a pathway which you normally take the directions that you usually go on the side of the footpath you normally walk down but think about this that sometimes you know crossing the street and walking down the footpath on the other side can open up a whole range of stuff that you might have missed because you know you're very used to walking this particular way and looking and your outlook is in a particular um uh, particular area when you cross the street it changes your outlook because the buildings on the other side when you're walking along you're typically not looking up and even when you do look up there's things that you may miss but if, when you're crossing the other side of the street and you look up you start to see things it might be signs, it could be elements of the actual architecture of the building that are interesting that you haven't noticed before. Sometimes it's the way the light's hitting those different things, again, creating some different unique looking things where there's, you know, there's well, maybe a lot of curves and things and you've got light bouncing off different um, angles and that type of stuff or the windows are picking, picking up reflections of buildings on the other side of the street and giving you a kind of unique view of the street. So again, it's like I said, it's I think it's always good to get out and yeah, look around, see what's out there, and basically take it in. And like I said, photography is a reason to get off the couch. It's a reason to get in the car. It's a reason to go somewhere. And like I said, whether it be 
you pick up your camera phone, whether you pick up your, your DSLR, whether you pick up your mirrorless camera, whatever it is that you choose to shoot with to go out and capture stuff in the world, I think is great for your, like I said, your own creative uh, soul to be able to feed that as well and also for your mental health as well to be able to get, get out and do that thing without kind of, I suppose, without too much pressure. Like, I mean... It's different, like a lot of people like I said, you know, I've spoken to have really high pressure jobs, so they're really working really hard sometimes to do something quite difficult and they kind of have to get a result. That That's the thing, there's no, no option for failure. With photography, we always have the option to fail a shot, so which is great. So, and quite often, personally myself, a lot of my shots just don't work out. But what I try and do is I try and learn from that. And I think that's the great thing about photography. Each time you go out and do something and it doesn't work, try and learn from that. Try and actually understand why it didn't work. I mean, you had an idea in your head and you thought, oh, this would look really great if I was shooting from here. And then when you shoot it, you go, oh, it's not really what it, it's not, not the image I had in my head that I thought I was going to get. So it's okay to fail. And it's one of the few things in life where it's actually okay to fail. Like, I mean, a lot of things in life, in your, maybe in your workplace, it's not not okay to fail because you're doing something very critical and failure can mean you know disaster but in photography failure is kind of a part of the learning process you know if you're not failing on shots then you're probably not learning you know that's the thing you and I think that's for me the challenge is sometimes and it comes back to that problem solving thing I talked about talked about earlier that that you know we use that part of our mind to problem solve something that you know, it's not working for us. Um, it's not how we kind of envisage to see it. So we basically try and work out how can we change it? What can we do just to get that image that you've got in your head to get it captured on a frame on your camera? And again, sometimes, you know, you can work that out quite quickly. And other times, sometimes it takes a bit a bit longer. Um, so some people, you know, work on, work on getting a shot and it might take them several months to actually get the shot they're planning to do because of obviously you know coming overcoming the challenges uh, overcoming the obstacles so like I said I think photography is a fantastic um, it, it is a fantastic tool for people who are um, you know suffering with mental health a uh, fantastic way to actually be able to yeah you know look I know most people listening to this are already they're already picking the camera up so I'm, I'm talking to the converted in lots of ways but I mean the other thing too, if you've got a friend or something who's kind of struggling, yeah, ask them to come out on a photo shoot with you, photo walk with you and and start probably explaining to them some of the benefits why you go and do it. Like I mean, share that share that knowledge with other people and you know, you might just help somebody by giving them an idea because a lot of people like understand that a creative process is good for them and, and a lot of people say, you know, I can't draw, I can't paint, I can't sing. You know, I'm not very good at writing, but sometimes when you hand them a camera and you give them a reason to shoot, some people really surprise themselves about the, that they're actually able to uh, go out there and actually create something that they didn't think they could do. Like it was just because they've never kind of thought about thinking about photography in that particular way. I mean, and we all think about photography differently. So every one of us is going to have a slightly different idea what photography means to you you know what photography means to me may be completely different to what photography means to um, somebody else 
and that's okay because that's one of the great things about any creative pursuit. Each person's going to have their own unique spin on it. And for me, like photography for me is that the fact that it is all those challenges. It, it's, it's about looking for those details and capturing them. It's about problem solving. Um, it's about trying to exercise that creative flair. It's about trying to you know, present something in a slightly different way or capturing something in a slightly different way to how it's been seen before. And sometimes, like I said, it's about that being able to have an idea in your head and be able to then go off and capture that capture something that then is that idea that you had. So basically, you know, the, the image that you can see, you're now committed to be able to share it with other people because unfortunately you can't share what's in your head normally. Like people can't see it even though there's people sometimes reportedly they can read people's minds but I think um, the real way that people can see what's on your mind is once you've taken it from your mind and you've, you know, turned it into something tangible like an image then you can share it so people can actually see what was on your mind and we see that quite often too we see a lot of photographers talk about how sometimes they've had an image in their head for ages and um, sometimes they've got no idea how they're going to do it when they, but they know this idea of this image um, but over time they work out how they can do it or they work out the like they find the location or they find one of the key bits that they needed that kind of makes the rest of the things fall together, like all come into into one. So in this episode of Focus, I've been talking about, I suppose, the relationship of photography and your own mental health. And for some people as well, it can actually have benefits for your physical health because, you know, if you go out and regular photo walks, you know, walking's a fantastic exercise. It's it's low impact on your on your body. It's not really too punishing. You know, if you're going to go and, run marathons that's quite power you know that's quite obviously a lot of strain on your body so you need to kind of do a lot of training for that whereas walking you don't need to do you know much um, training you know just comfortable shoes comfortable clothes have your camera and like I said sometimes you know I think one of the interesting thing is when you go walking you can go and walk like five to five k's plus easily if if sometimes you've got something uh, to occupy your way along the way that you're thinking about so you're walking but you're looking for stuff so you're looking for that you're looking for that something interesting to photograph as you're walking so you just kind of you just forget about the walking part of it and it becomes more of a what can I find what can I discover and like I said it's it's not uncommon when I've been traveling to go walking around a city and and then you know work out that I've probably worked walk close to 20 k's in the day around the city um, just exploring all parts of the city and ended up from one side of the city to the other side of the city and not intentionally sometimes planning on going that far but just along the way I've just seen so many things that were interesting that um, you just kept wanting to go what's around the next corner like you know it might be something even better again that that I suppose that the excitement of, of the unknown like you know once you discover something and I think that's the other thing like that I suppose spurs me on as a photographer is I know that there's things that I haven't seen yet, I haven't experienced yet, and I'm hoping that, you know, if I'm out there walking or out there in these different areas, potentially something might, you know, I might see something that I have never seen before, and that's super rewarding when that does happen, when you do get something that you've never been able to, I suppose, um, experience before and be able to witness it. And it's even better sometimes then when you can witness it and you can also document it with your camera. So I think that's fantastic. You know, that a lot of the motivation for me is is 
is a whole combination of different things. And the other thing too, I mean, I know that sometimes, you know, the images the images that you capture actually bring joy to other people. I know a lot of people who follow my photography on my Instagram and stuff on and on my Facebook page and that type of stuff. Um, do love that and I get a lot of, you know, kind of direct messages from people saying, oh, I really enjoyed, you know, saw that you went such and such, really enjoyed seeing those photos. And I'm kind of, I suppose, on, on Instagram, I when I am out doing kind of the photo walking and doing that type of stuff, I try to do, I suppose, a lot of Instagram stories. I, I tend to want to show people a little bit about some of the stuff that I'm discovering. And not everything I discover that I may put on Instagram story that I may capture to use in an image, but it forms a part of of what I'm seeing. So I do a lot of, um, you know, I love shop window displays, so I do a, shoot a lot of window displays of shops. And it just sometimes you just can isolate something within a shop window and include it into a frame as a story, and it does tell a story in its own right. And that to me is always interesting, looking for those looking for those things. And the thing about shop window displays is that retailers change them often so quite often you know from one month to the next there's going to be different things in the window so there's something different to see some are really brilliant and some are you know not not as good but some like I said you can get some really interesting especially around seasonal times of the year when you know they're kind of promoting stuff that sometimes they you get some very clever very you can get some very clever you know window dress and I think a lot of uh, department stores used to employ creative people to actually dress the windows and they would come up with these amazing designs and sets and you know hand paint stuff and and I think that's lost a little bit now I mean a lot of the stuff's done you see in the shop window space it's graphics that's been printed out on vinyl or or some other material these days but um it used to be cool when people used to said you know you'd go and see these hand painted um sets um which were really cool so Kind of would have, I suppose I really would love to have been um, doing the type of photography I'm doing now back in the 50s. I think that would have been really cool to be able to go around and see some of those department stores. And I can remember as a kid, you know, in the late 60s, um, as a young kid going into the city. I mean, you know, in Brisbane, there's two kind of distinct parts there's Brisbane City and then there's Fortitude Valley. And Fortitude Valley was kind of like a, a satellite city, it had a range of department stores in there. and so some people went to the valley and then other people went to the city, but you had these two types and I think they were kind of probably competing with each other because it's literally stones throw from each other. And But um, the department stores would have some amazing window displays. As a kid, I can remember always looking in these window displays and you know there'd be these uh, grand models or, or grand vistas that were kind of presented and like I said, someone had had to come up with that concept so someone had that idea in their head and then they had to kind of put all those elements together to actually make it into a three-dimensional um three-dimensional display that people could enjoy so I think that's uh I just remember that as a kid really really loved that and I think that was uh you know why I loved you know fell in love with photography and being able to kind of capture the world and see the world so like I said in this episode I've been talking about the the benefits of photography on your physical health on your mental health basically giving you that kind of I suppose you know something to go out and do for yourself and I think that's the other thing too photography like that can be just for you so you don't even have to share it you can go and create images I know people who create amazing images and and share them with very few people 
it's just the it's like the thrill of the kill. You know, they just basically they go out and get a shot, and they're really happy with that shot. And they don't need some people don't need other people's validation of that shot. They just know they've got this shot that they wanted to get. And you know, it's like people when they collect stuff. Quite often, people will be collecting different things, and there's there'll be something that they really want to have, and it's just you know, for a lot of other people, it has no no real value, or they can't see. They can't understand the passion behind why someone wants to obtain that particular item. But sometimes people get very passionate about something, so they'll want to collect something, then they'll get something that becomes a very pride of place within in their life where they've got this item, whether it be a book or whether it be a, a piece of furniture or whether it be a, you know, a, a piece of art or some other thing that they've just always wanted to own and then at some point, being able to do that and the joy that it gives just by having it there and so people have sometimes have their life display cases you know they have a you know case where they maybe have some stuff in there which um, each of those items holds some type of value um, in their life it has significance and it might be something they've always wanted it could be something from their childhood it could be something from their family all those types of things and I think that's um, again it's we're all different. We all have these different, I suppose, um, outlooks on things. But I think the one common thing about photography is photography is definitely a an area that can really help people with their mental health. And like I said, I find it it's my it's it is my you know with all the pressures of things going on in in your lives these days, and everyone has you know tremendous pressures with um, you know family challenges and. You know, family challenges where, you know, family members are suffering from health issues and you're kind of, you know, working for all those things. Being able to have that photography to be able to go off and be able to do something for yourself and, and be something that you can kind of, I suppose, recharge yourself helps you then come back into the mix to be able to continue on and do the, the more challenging things in life. And I think that's the great thing about photography. So I hope this has got you, you know, thinking and maybe there's a lot of people out there is going to agree with me that photography has kind of been their saviour. It's been something that's really, it's really helped them. Like I said, if it has, by all means, drop us a comment, let us know. Has photography been one of those, you know, influences in your life that's really helped you and really given you, um, given you that kind of, I suppose, um, I don't know, how would you say it? Just It's just given you a a break from the reality of things and being able to help you manage life. And I think that's the other thing, you know, anything you can find that can help you manage life is fantastic. And it's like I said, it's impossible to take away all the challenges of the world and all the things that are happening. But if you can come up with strategies and look, people like do things like mindfulness and, you know, things like yoga and these types of things are well, well documented that they really help people calm their mind down and I think that's what photography does it kind of does calm your mind down so you can be focused on one thing and something that you enjoy doing um and like I said it just makes you makes you feel feel good so it's fantastic look until next time enjoy your photography suggest photography for a friend if you've got a friend out there who's challenging you know finding life's a bit challenging and, and that person's looking for some type of escape or they're looking for some type of activity to do that will help them, you know, just give them a little bit of um, me time. Definitely suggest photography or get them to investigate, to have a look at, you know, um, doing something photography or take them out with you and just have them as a, as a shooting buddy. Sometimes people have a buddy who just comes along purely for the for the ride, just, you know, have a chat and explore the, the scenery. So until next time, have fun and we'll talk again real soon. See you.
That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you have enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment. And don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.